Hello everyone, I'm Bree. That makes me burr. So welcome back to the Creepcast. It's Thursday once again. Congratulations, <laughs> you've you won made a it. Thursday. <laughs> you've made it another week of living. In your case, you've made it to another Monday. In our case, it's Thursday. Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Kids are in school, not really, because it's late at night, but they've started school. We had our first adult outing. It was amazing. I was so lonely, though. <laughs> no, she was lonely. And then she was like, wait, I can watch a movie all the way through without pausing. And I was like, welcome to adulthood. Or nap time. I was thinking, I was so tempted, but Brie called me early and I was just like, oh, well, shit. I know, I'm no sorry. Nap. <laughs> I'm garbage. I came a little early because my kitten has figured out that the 8.30 alarm means food. So... Mischief, my older cat, usually will just come into the laying bed quietly and be like, I'll just lay here until you're ready to get up. Oh, no. Ripley, on the other hand, no. Meow, meow. Yeah, she's like, meow, meow. Like, just goes off, and I'm like, bitch. Like, I don't even need the 845 alarm anymore because I had the 830 alarm and then the 845 in case I accidentally nodded off <laughs> instead of getting up and feeding the cat. Yeah, now she leaves me no choice. And I was like, do I lay down and try to sleep for another hour or should I get going? And I was like, well, Felix probably's done his school at like 3.30. So I want to make sure we have ample time so we're not like rushing, mm-hmm. you know, to get back from lunch or whatever other errands we had. And it was like, all right, I'll just get up and get going now. And it helps so much that she showed me the magical death penalty to us all. <laughs> what a birds. The pets. Oh, pets. Okay. Yes, I was like, magical death penalty. What the fuck have I been doing a day? I was able to get all my animals' food in one spot. Yes, it was beautiful. For fucking cheaper than what I usually do. Yes. Yes. My food, not so much, but whatever. Well, it's because it's kitten, so. Well, no, it's not even kitten. It's just the canned. And, yeah. Listen, when I first got Mischief as a kitten, I was like, there's only two flavors. I went to PetSmart to get more kitten food. I was like, whatever, I'll just swing by there. There's four flavors for the kitten food. Here I am, been living in this bubble. I'm awake now. My eyes have been opened. I see what you're doing. <laughs> the devil is among us. No. <laughs> the devil. <laughs> oh, sorry. And I'm, I'm extra preachy because I just watched, we've been watching, Um, well, we, me, I've been watching the second season of Mindhunter. And it's a it's a show where they talk about how the behavioral analyst unit begins in the FBI. So like the whole profiling thing. And they got the interview with Charlie Manson. That was the last episode I watched. And oh my God. If that's how he was in real life, man, I would throat punch a motherfucker because he just seemed annoying as shit. He was like, no, man. Like, these are your children that you thrust upon me and I tried to show them the way but they did the killings because you taught them to be that way and blah blah and I was like and then if if anyone is watching Mindhunter and hasn't gotten to this part skip at least two minutes and uh, so there's this part at the end of the interview you know the one guy just the older you know FBI agent's like why the fuck we're done here you know leaves and so the younger agent before he goes to sleep he had his sunglasses in his breast pocket and Charlie's like hey man I like your sunglasses. Can I have them? And a young FBI agent's like, whatever. Gives it to him. They don't even make it out of the prison. And the guard comes over with the sunglasses. And he's like, oh, Charlie th- said that he pickpocketed these off of you. And he's getting, you know, 160 days, or 16 days in the hole. So he fucking just lied about pickpocketing sunglasses off an FBI agent because spending time in the hole looking like a badass was like so important to his like whole image. Also, apparently, he was very short. Hmm. You know, Napoleon complex, small dick energy. You know how it be. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on, I just had to talk about that. That's why I'm extra preachy. Welcome back, anyone who's fast forwarded. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's why I'm like extra preachy because he was just like crazy that attitude. But whatever. Moving on, that he doesn't matter. We're not about true crime. I'm sorry to disappoint anyone who thought this was like, this is what they're rolling into because they're like, Charles Manson. Yes. I've been ready for this. Because that's all I listen to is true crime podcasts because there's 500 of them. That's why I'm like, no. No true crime. We're here to talk about fairies, bitches. (laughs) Deal with it. 
This is some Lord of the Rings bullshit, even though there was no fairies there. That's what. She, that's how she described our journey to get Felix. <laughs> yeah, fucking this this bitch. We go to pick up her child from school, and she's like, "Oh yeah, we walk down this path." And I'm like, "Okay, it's like probably just a short little walk, whatever." We're and I'm wearing these heels because, of course, I'm wearing this long ass jumper that is too long for me because I'm a small person, and <laughs> no one considers the little people. Everyone's a fucking model with long ass legs. So I got my heels on. So I'm like, fuck it. It's fine. I can handle a little walk there and then like stand around for two minutes for the kids. We start walking and I'm like, (laughs) winding ass path. And I'm like, going through some trees and shit. And I'm like, the fuck? Where's the school at? And then it doesn't help that her child has like some curly ass hair like a fucking hobbit. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to roll up to the school and be like, is it secret? Is it safe? Frodo, what did you do? (laughs) What have you done with the ring? And the teachers are going to be like, we need security. She's not allowed <laughs> to pick this child up anymore. They're like, I'm sorry, we're going to have to have this your aunt removed from the list. <laughs> added to a different one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like, I don't remember this Lord of the Rings kind of fucking bullshit trail. She's just like, well, where did we go last time? I was like, oh, we parked over by my friend Nate's house and we just walked down the street. And she's just like, Maybe we should do that more often. Like, I, I was just confused because I'm like, I don't remember this crazy shit happening. I was like, did Donnie go to a different school? Like, am I confused? And then we got closer. And she am I that nope, old nope. that I've gone senile and I can't remember shit? It's all the white claws. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you leave my white claws out of this. Some fucking dweeb at Myers making fun of me. <laughs> Fuck all of you white claws I was drinking them with before they were cool. Okay. God. Ugh. I hate it. <laughs> Bullshit. I feel very attacked. And then I can never find the fucking grapefruit ones everywhere, anywhere. Except for over at our Meyer. Well, no, I can find them in the store. Man. No, I'm, yeah, now I can't go back there. They've lost my business. I'm going to write them a letter. <laughs> Your employee. I'm going to go chop off, I'm going to go chop off my hair and change my name to Karen and I'm going to go speak to a manager. <laughs> Because I will not stand for this. (laughs) Just get away, baby. Just get away. And I'm just going to fucking roll in with Felix on my hip and be like, excuse me, as a mother of, single mother of one, I need to speak to a manager before I get to soccer practice. And he's like, auntie, I don't play soccer. Shut up, Felix. (laughs) My ballet. You are meant to be seen and not heard in this conversation. (laughs) I told you, call me mom. Hi, my name is Felix. My oh my <laughs> what if he turns out like how I was with a child where I'm just like this is my mom she's 35 <laughs> just spewing out fucking needless information keep your social security cards hidden <laughs> her social security is doo, doo, doo. Oh, I would die <laughs> you have to change your identity and move to a new state <laughs> But anyways, fairies. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've broken her. It was it was quite a roller coaster of a journey there, <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of you have whiplash. <laughs> Where the fuck is this going? Like it, I can just picture you, listener at home. Your hair is suddenly crazily windblown by my ranch and just being like, what the fuck just happened? When did, where did this train come? Oh and where is it, it was gone? the person in the chair listening to the music. Anyways, fairies. Well, you're welcome. Fairies. They're cute. They're great. They're not. They're the devil. They're the devil. And we're here to tell you why. So sit down and listen. And if you don't know what a fairy is, let me tell you. Let's get culturized. Let's, let's get you cultured. Because you're an uncultured swine. No, I'm kidding. You're not. I don't know you. You could be, but I don't know that for sure. So I'm not here to judge. We can't judge openly about you. Only secretly when the microphones are <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there with their little teeth being like, eh. I don't know. <laughs> but what is a fairy? <laughs> what is a fairy? <laughs> Tell me. I can't <laughs> oh, you sound like me. 
a fairy is a type of mythical being or legendary creature in European folklore, and particularly Celtic, Slavic, German, English, and French folklore. A form of spirit often described as metaphysical, supernatural, or preternatural. I know, I had to look up the meaning of this. That's why that parenthesis is there. It wasn't there originally. I added it because I was like, the fuck is this word mean? <laughs> and it's, it is something that appears outside or beside the natural. Which still doesn't make any sense to me, but whatever. <laughs> Again. Sounds like gibberish. I'm no English major, and nor do I claim to be. We never have. <laughs> nope. So, myths and stories about fairies do not have a single origin, but are rather a collection of folk beliefs from different sources. Various folk theories about the origins of fairies include casting them as demoted angels or demons, in a Christian tradition, of course, as minor deities in pre-Christian pagan belief systems, as spirits of the dead. The dead, not the devil, the dead. The dead. The dead are among us. The dead walk upon us. I don't know. I was trying to do some Walking Dead thing, but I don't been so long and i don't remember the only thing i remember right now is this is a rictatorship which it's not even the actual quote i don't know listen you need to stay away from those memes <laughs> i do coral it's the only meme of those i care about because <laughs> they're everything i haven't showered a day's dad how do i smell with your nose coral <laughs> Lastly, as prehistoric precursors to humans or as elementals, the label of fairy, I'm doing air quotes, you can't see me, but I'm doing it, mm-hmm. has at times applied only to specific magical creatures with human appearance, small stature, magical powers, and a penchant for trickery, oh. buffoonery, <laughs> bamboozlement. <laughs> <laughs> at other times, it has been used to describe any magical creatures such as goblins and gnomes. Which, I don't know why, but that was like a common theme. It was specifically goblins and gnomes. Troublemakers. <laughs> well, no, it was just we like. We can't help it. The fairies, goblins, and gnomes. Really? That's the only other things? But okay, whatever. Well, fairies are pretty, and the goblins are fucking horrible troublemakers. Hi, I love how you them. doing? And then the gnomes are the weird fucking old bearded listen, men. Listen, they protect our lawns. And have dramatic. I don't know. I don't have one. I don't have. I don't either. I don't have a lawn or a garden gnome. So I should ask my mom. Kathy would know. She's got a bunch of gnomes everywhere. Yeah. I should send her sending her gnomes. All I know is that we had to protect the one gnome in Left for Dead. No, he meant the world to me. I carried him through through hell and back. I loved getting that achievement. It was so funny. Yes, I know. Stop rushing me. Anyways. <laughs> He's like, bitch. So fairy has at times been used as an adjective with a meaning equivalent to enchanted or magical. For descriptions, fairies are generally described as human in appearance and having magical powers. <laughs> Diminutive fairies of various kinds have been reported through centuries, ranging from quite tiny to the size of a human child. These small sizes could be magically assumed rather than constant. Sorry. I was thinking of the video. God, Brenda. <laughs> There's only one thing worse, worse than a rapist. And he turns the side and the guy's like, a child. <laughs> what <laughs> fuck are you talking about? You've never seen them before. Oh my god, when we're done recording, I'm going to show it to you. It's the most beautifully hilarious thing. <laughs> part is like right before the video cuts off and it'd be like a child the guy's like no and then the video just cuts <laughs> okay i'm sorry i'm done <laughs> i'm done for the next beginning. 30 seconds so <laughs> oh these small sizes could be magically assumed rather than constant some smaller fairies could expand their figures to imitate humans. On Orkney, fairies were described as short in stature, dressed in dark gray, sometimes seen in armor. In some folklore, fairies have green eyes. Ooh. Like that was the whole sentence. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. Facts. <laughs> so, some common... Uh, oh, God, no, almost skipped a whole sentence. Some depictions of fairies show them with footwear, others as barefoot. 
Wings, while common in Victorian and later artworks, are rare in folklore. Fairies flew by means of magic, sometimes perched on ragwort stems or the backs of birds. Uh, modern illustrations often include dragonfly or butterfly wings, which the bird flying thing reminds me of, uh, what is that, Thumbelina? Oh, yeah, Thumbelina or... Um... Who was it? Tom Thumb flew on the sparrow or something, right? Was that his name? You're thinking of I'm just the thinking, prince I... of Cornelius. Oh. And Cornelius rode on a bumblebee. That's... Hmm. So he had wings of his But own. didn't... Um... Wait, then Thumbelina flew on the bird, though, right? Yeah. She was friends with her. Okay. Someone flew on Shot. a bird one day, and I don't know who it was. It was a pigeon, I think. Ugh. Man, Tom Thumb or is a sperm. whole separate entity. I don't know why I just assumed... Thumbelina. Tom Thumb. It Tom all makes Thumb. sense. Listen. They'd be having a whole Thumb family line. I don't fucking know. Uh, nor is it our job. But, yeah. but even yeah. though it was a mouse, it also makes me think of... Uh, Mrs. Brisby from um, The Secret of Nim. Ah, yes. When she rides on the, oh God, what is the black crow's name? I don't know. I don't know, but yeah. But he was great, because wasn't he always getting tangled in strings and shit? He like Oh yeah, because he was trying to build a nest yeah. so he can get some hoes. Yep, and then he got a hoe at the end. And it was great, because they, they were both super clumsy. Yep, with string wrapped around, yeah. around them. It was so cute. I love that movie. It was such a cute movie. So good. And then they made the second one. I was just like, burn. <laughs> I don't even think I've bothered actually seeing it. Or I might have, and I've just erased it from my memory. It's about the sun. Drown, drown my memories in white cloths. <laughs> no memories, only a white cloth. <laughs> there are no negative childhood movies, only white cloth. <laughs> <laughs> Let the ruby grapefruit take hold. <laughs> This episode is unofficially sponsored by White Claw. <laughs> Please give us money. Thank you, White Claw. So I can keep buying your White Claw beverages. Or just send me White Claw. Let her test new White Claws. She'll love it. No, just send me grapefruit. That's all I want. Don't give me anything else but grapefruit. I'm going to send it back. Because I swear to God, if I get lime... <laughs> You will drive out to that company and throw it at somebody's head. Yes. <laughs> Support innocent secretary because that's going to be the first person you are. With my Karen haircut. Your Karen weave. <laughs> I'm a Karen weave. Felix on my head. <laughs> I need to borrow Felix in. God damn it, Brie. You now at what convenience store? Borrow him, but I want him back. <laughs> You'll get him back in like two days. It's a road trip. This one's a far one. <laughs> Give him Happy Meals. I guess. No, this motherfucker's eating some goddamn vegetables. Hot's all he eats. Oh yeah, you know. Unless it's McDonald's, then he does get the cheeseburger. He's my veggie baby. His brother's the fucking savage. I know. Carnivorous. Leaving his fucking fillet of fish in my car, at oh. least attempting to. Last time we were at the zoo, I was like, listen, this is y'all's lunch. You need to eat it before we go into the zoo, because that's all you're getting until we get home for dinner. And so we take garbage out of the car, whatever, and there's like a bag still sitting in the back seat. And I'm like, Danny, I'm like, you missed a garbage bag. And he goes, oh no, that's my fillet of fish. I'm saving it for later. I'm like, it is 85 degrees out. <laughs> You are not leaving your fish sandwich in my fucking car. <laughs> I just finally got the fucking one. cigar smoke out. I am not getting fish smell in my fucking car. <laughs> anyway, moving forward. Yes. <sighs> Derailed. Miss Bramber. <laughs> Origins. So early modern fairies did not derive from a single origin. The term is a conflation of different elements from folk belief sources. Influenced by literature and speculations mm-hmm. in folklore or Ireland, the mythic of the Aishi or little folk have uh, come to a modern meaning somewhat inclusive of fairies. The uh, Scandinavian elves also served as an influence. 
Folklorists and mythologists have variously depicted fairies as the unworthy dead, children of Eve, a kind of demon, uh, a source of independence of species. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I knew I was going to do it. So I was like, no, no, we'll be fine. Just keep going. No. Uh, usually if it's at least like close to the meaning or just the same meaning in different like words, like I'm like, whatever. I just You'll let it, let it go. But like, that, was like, that one was way off. Oh. It had an eye in there, right? That's all that matters. Sources doesn't have an eye. <laughs> What? Don't judge me. You love me. <laughs> anyway, a uh, species, I said? Yes. Yes. Species independent Yeah, of uh, humans. An older race of humans and fallen angels. The folklorist or mytholo- myth- mythological. mythological element combined Celtic, Germanic, and Greco-Roman. Okay. Greco-Roman elements. Folklorists have suggested that fairies arose from various early beliefs, which lost uh, currency with the advent of Christianity. These different expectations are not necessarily incapable of fairies may be traced to multiple sources. Christian mythology. King James, in his uh, dis- dissertation, dissertation demonology, Demonology? I don't know. I don't know. It's about demons. Demons. Devil. Um, Devil. <laughs> uh, stated that the term, that the term fairies uh, revived, preferred, referred to illusory. Oh yeah, illusory. Illusory spirits, uh, which are demonic entities that. Prophesized to mm-hmm. consort with and transport the individuals they served. In medieval times, a witch or sorcerer who had a compact, yeah, compact with a familiar spirit might receive these services. Uh, leading into demoted angels, a Christian tenant held that fairies were a class of demoted angels. The story described a group of angels revolting, and God ordered the gates of heaven shut. Those who in heaven remained angels, those in hell became demons, and those caught in between became fairies. Others wrote that some angels, not being godly enough, uh, yet not evil enough for hell, were thrown out of heaven. Uh, This concept, they explain the traditions of pain, the teenth. Uh, or tithe to hell as fallen angels although not quite devils they could be viewed as subjects of satan 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 but um which again very like interesting takes on it mm-hmm. and i feel like we like go over a lot of interesting things that could make sense for blending fairies into current folklore of what they are and things that, like, mold into that, like, mm-hmm. storytelling. I don't know. I just knew it. But com- continuing with the demoted angels, uh, in England's theosophist circles of the 19th century, a belief in the angelic nature of fairies was reported. Entities referred to as devas were said to guide many processes of nature, such as evolution of organisms, growth of plants, etc., many of which resided inside the sun, or solar angels. The more or- earthbound devas... Included nature spirits, elementals, and fairies, which were described as appearing in the form of colored flames roughly the size of a human. Um, which, oh, the next bullet is where it gets a uh, kind of cool, almost like a blend of folklore and science. Yes. So Arthur Conan Doyle, who, if I remember correctly, is also the author of the, uh, I keep wanting to say Shakespeare, but that's not Sherlock Holmes. There you go. Oh. Sherlock Holmes novels. I don't know why. I mean, Shakespeare is mentioned later, but I was like, 
writer of Shakespeare. No, Shakespeare is a writer. <laughs> Why am I like this? Uh, so Arthur Conan Doyle in his The Coming of the Fairies, the Theosophical uh, View of Fairies, reported that the eminent theosophist E.L. Gardner had likened fairies to butterflies, whose function was to provide an essential link between the energy of the sun and the plants of the earth, describing them as having no clean-cut shape, small, hazy, and somewhat luminous clouds of color with a brighter, spark-like nucleus. <clears throat> that growth of a plant, which we regard as the customary and inevitable result of associating the three factors of sun, seed, and soil, would never take place if the fairy builders were absent. So essentially, I feel like a very similar job, which... um. <clears throat> excuse me, uh, reminds me of, what is it, um, Magical Legend of the Leprechauns, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, t- I think it's an, actually was a made-for-TV, like, miniseries. Yeah. Not like a movie, because it's, like, three it, hours long. Yeah, Which is unheard of. Spots. Yeah. And it fades into weird spots. Very weird transitions. But, um, which makes me think they're commercial breaks. But point being, when they focus on the fairies in that portion of the movie... And you go to, like, the kingdom. It's very factory-like where they're attaching the petals to the flowers and they're pollinating things Mm -hmm. and they're, you know, making things look lovely. Pretty. And and then when things are thrown out of balance, like there's a whole disagreement thing, uh, nature starts going into chaos because they're not maintaining the balance. Which, again, is very, uh, it's very, again, going back to Shakespeare, very Romeo, Juliet-esque kind of tale. But moving on to demoted pagan deities. Turning page. At one time, it was thought that fairies were originally worshipped as minor deities, such as nymphs and tree spirits. And with the burgeoning predominance of the Christian church, reverence for these deities carried on, but in a dwindling state of perceived power. Many uh, deprecated deities of older folklore and myth were repurposed as fairies in Victorian fiction. And then fairies as demons... A recorded Christian belief of the 17th century cast all fairies as demons. This perspective grew more popular with the rise of Puritanism among the Reformed Church of England. The hobgoblin, which was once a friendly household spirit, became classed as a wicked goblin. Dealing with fairies was considered a form of witchcraft and punished as such. In William Shakespeare's A Midsummer's Night Dream, Oberon, king of the fairies, stated that neither he nor his court fear the church bells, which the renowned author and Christian apologist uh, C.S. Lewis cast as a political disassociation from fairies. Which, I don't know, this part kind of confuses me. I'm not sure if it means like that. Um, this is the last part? Just the, uh, whatchamacallit, um, the political dissociation. If he's saying that Oberon is disassociating from fairies, or if it's supposed to mean like Shakespeare is like disassociating from the church, mayhaps? I don't know. We go more into, like, kind of the heavy meaning of church bells uh, a little later, but. So, um, in an era of intellectual and religious upheaval, some Victorian reappraisals of mythology cast deities in general as metaphors for natural events, which was later refuted by uh, by other authors. Oh, sorry. This contentious environment of thought contributed to the modern meaning of fairies. Ah. Uh, yes. And then the spirits of the dead. The dead. Uh, one belief held that the fairies were spirits of the dead. This derived from many factors in common of various folklore and myths. Same or similar tales of both ghosts and fairies. The Irish she, um, origin of their term of fairies, were ancient burial mounds deemed dangerous to eat food in fairyland and Hades. The dead and fairies depicted... As living underground, uh, Diana Perkis Perkis yeah. uh, observed in equating yep. of fairies with uh, the untimely dead who left unfinished lives. The one tale recount, recounted a man caught by the fairies who found that whenever he looked steadily at a fairy, it appeared as a dead neighbor of his. This study was uh, among among the more common traditions related, <clears throat> although many informants also expressed doubts. Yeah, so um, kind of touching on, was it the dangerous to eat food? 
Mm-hmm. That almost plays back to the Hades and Persephone story. Yep. How he got was able to trap her into having to li- uh, live there because he had her eat food. Or what was it? Pomegranate seeds? Yep. Pomegranate yes. seeds. And uh, and then, um, again, dead and fairies living underground, the fairy mounds being, you know, burrows or things like that. Mm-hmm. And unfinished lives, again, like the people that just, it's really surprising they died so young and things like that. So, again, like, kind of explanations for that. And I think that is it. That was all I wanted to touch on in that one. But, like I said, I saw the whole, like, dangerous to eat food, and I was like, huh. Katie's in Persephone. It's fucked up, dude. They have to still go into Hades, though. I know. I do want to explore Hades more. Besides him being the Persephone Mm -hmm. abduction. You know, her uncle and shit like that. But, Mm -hmm. yeah. But hey, there's only so many deities, so you're gonna fuck a cousin once in a while. Well, What's your Zeus and you stick your dick like in everything? What? They the big there's only three main ones, and it's uh, Hades, Zeus, and Poseidon. Mm-hmm. And everyone branched off of them. Yep. 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 And yep. the Titans. Everybody fucking everybody. Because mm-hmm. what was it? Uh, Hera. Like that's the little Olympian lore that I'm reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like, oh well, Hera liked Hades, but so Zeus liked Hera too, and Hades didn't want to pursue her because he knew his brother liked her, and that's how he got him to convince to go to the underworld so he could have Hera and everything. Then, but Hera still has feelings or something for him. I don't know. I mean, also that's different because it's a storytelling too. It could be just done in a different way of. But, yeah. I mean, who knows? That could be based off the actual lore as well. Yeah, that's why I was just <clears> like, oh, well, you know. Romanticized in a different mm-hmm. way and made less, like, oh, I'm doing this good thing for my brother and stuff like that. And more of just Zeus being like, trickery. I haven't tried Because we all know like Zeus can't weeks. keep his dick out of anything. And that shows Hera's literally For science. And she punches him in the face a few times. I'm just like, damn, Hera. Yeah. And she should. Mm-hmm. Get your dick out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Stop sticking your dick in everything. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, you know, if that was like modern time shit, we'd all be like, girl, you need to leave him. He ain't worth your time. <laughs> Take a skillet. <laughs> <laughs> we like trending on Twitter, hashtag dump his ass. <laughs> right? Hashtag toxic relationship. Hashtag bye, Felicia. Yep. <laughs> 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 uh, how the world would be different. <laughs> well, that's funny too because hashtag canceled. Is that um, like that's the thing. How they uh, depict it, I guess, in the Olympian lore, they're modern, and then the humans are the ones that are still stuck in like their old get up and stuff. Oh yeah. Like, that century. But they, like, dumb it down for, like, when they actually go see the mortals and collect them. They, like, make it so that they're the you normal gods that we remember. Yeah. Instead of the, I have an elegant suit and, like, pretty colors and everything else on. They're mm-hmm. just, like, it scares people. Like, we have to look like this. So it doesn't scare <laughs> <You> them. Guys. <laughs> Humans are idiots. We have to dress like right. <laughs> Their poor little brains can't take it. <laughs> That's basically what he said. He's just, they're just, like... I mean also though fair because if I was a mortal back in those days and some man came up to me in some three piece suit I'd be like "Ah, I don't even know what the devil is but this is it (laughs) this is it this is how I died I'm a stony to death bitch you're dead I'm dead And that's the thing is it's like I can't really stone him to death because my throat, well, I don't know. I think I have a decent throat. Oh, you I can definitely just can't be like, Yeah. But yeah, that's where the issue may lie is my aim. <laughs> I have a good throw, but my so aim is shit. you bring extra money, you pay the ferryman, and then you give him money so he can throw <laughs> What if the ferryman has garbage throwing power, though? Like, can I meld with the ferryman? Like some crazy-ass, like fucking Dragon Ball Z shit where we do like the little fusion thing and then it'll combine my arm throwing strength and his aim. There you go. I don't know. Let's just just get dirty real quick. You have to pay him extra. That's the only thing. I'm pretty sure he's down. I'm poor. (laughs) 
I'm literally just going to start a ferryman fund to bribe the ferryman. Oh, you're going to sit on Man, the I'm going to be so disappointed if it is going to be like heaven and hell. Because I'm going to be like, no. No, I what want the, the Greek hell. Give me that. Give me the underworld. I want it. <laughs> I need it. Just throw a fit until Satan can't handle me anymore. Be like, all right. Just have my own little bubble of hell where it's just based off of Greek mythology. And I'll just be like correcting as I go along. This isn't, ac- this isn't historically accurate. <laughs> what is this? This crap. You come into my house and salt me. Look in here. Listen here. We got a deal. You're going to fix this. You're going to fix this. <laughs> Y'all ain't got Google down here. <laughs> just hand on his chest like, bitch. <laughs> <sighs> I will bark at you. Oh my god, she's insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, moving backwards. Yes. Wait. Anyway, the hidden people. <laughs> there is a theory that fairy folk invol- evolved from folk memory of a prehistoric race. Uh, newcomers sur- superseded. superseded a body of earlier human or humanoid people. And the memories of this defeated race developed into modern consumptions of fairies. Conceptions. Conceptions. Whatever. Uh, Prohibitants? Proponents. Pro- what, what the? F- I don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> oh, Proponents. Shit. You're going to get the words I give you and you're going to like it. <laughs> One word. Burrine. It's not going to make any sense, but you're going to deal with it and decipher it yourself. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> um, proponents find something uh, in the tradition of cold iron as a charm against fairies. Viewed as a cultural memory of invaders with iron weapons, um, displacing people who have just stone, bone, wood, etc. at their disposal and were easily defeated. Uh, ninth century archaeologist. Nineteenth. What did I say? Ninth. <laughs> well, it got real old real fast. Nineteenth <laughs> century archaeologist uncovered underground rooms in the Orkney yep. Islands that resembled the elf land described in Shald um, uh, Roland, which lent additional support. In folklore, Flint flint arrows from the Stone Age were attributed to the fairies as elf shot, while their green clothes and underground homes spoke to a need for uh, camouflage and covert shelter from hostile humans. Their magic, a necessary skill for combating those with superior weaponry. In a Victorian tenet of uh, evolution um, mythic cannibalism among ogres was a- attributed thank you attributed to memories of those savage races um, practicing alongside superior races and more refined sensibilities which I feel like again a movie that we may briefly touch upon later um, a little bit more in like the more goofy sense but Maleficent um like the whole battle with that is they go into the whole iron mm-hmm. being the weakness and almost being like a more superior weapon. And I feel like they explore that a little bit, which I think is such like an interesting take of just like blending lore with reality and historical things where it is. It's just that people just had whoever had the lesser, more predated weapons typically were always defeated by anyone who came up with the more powerful. Yeah, I love that movie. And how he remembered that shit for money was a child and used it against her. And then she still kicked his ass. Yeah. Like, yeah. Twice? Mm-hmm. Because she did it when they were younger. Well, no. She didn't do it when she was young. So she... No, she's just like, put them back. And oh, yeah. Like no, that. that was... Yeah, that was like a different kind of thing. Because there wasn't an iron. That's when they started the friendship. And then they had the battle with the king. And then he fucked her over by taking her wings. Mm-hmm. And then she fucked his shit up. Yep. By cursing his baby. And then actually fucking hash it up. Yep. I like it. The level of pettiness I can get behind. All right. I need that movie in my life. I know. I can't wait for the next one. I'm... Let's go. Figure. Uh, we are like so far in. 
Uh, a theory that fairies were intelligent species uh, distant from humans and angels. And alchemist uh, Paracelist. Paracelis. Paracelis. Classed as gnomes and sliths. Sylphs. Sylphs. Sloths. No, not sloths. <laughs> As uh, element, <laughs> you're not gonna stop distracting. <laughs> um, sylphs as elementals, meaning magical entities who performed a particular force of nature and ex- exert mm-hmm. powers over um, these forces. Folklore accounts have described fairies as spirits of air. Yes. So moving on to characteristics. Much folklore of fairies involves methods of protecting oneself from their malice by means such as cold iron, charms of rowan trees, or various herbs, or simply shunning locations known, quote-unquote, to be theirs, ergo avoiding offending any fairies. Less harmful pranks described to fairies include a tangling the hair of sleepers into fairy locks, which, what was the other thing? I don't know, there was another one that they had some kind of dreadlock dealy. I can't remember what it is. It'll come to me eventually, but fairy locks. Uh, stealing small items and leading a traveler astray. More dangerous behaviors were also attributed to fairies. Any form of sudden death might have stemmed from a fairy kidnapping, the evident corpse of a magical replica of wood, consumption, or tuberculosis, was sometimes blamed on fairies who forced young men and women to dance there at revels every night, causing them to waste away for lack of rest. Rowan trees were considered sacred to fairies and a charm tree uh, to protect one's home. Which, again... I love that. It's very, like, they don't go heavily into the whole fairy ring thing, but it's very, like, uh, an interesting way to explain away a disease when you're not yeah. well-known. So then going on to classifications. In Scottish folklore, fairies are divided into the Seely Court, which are more beneficently inclined and but still dangerous, and the Unseely Court, who are more malicious. While fairies of the Seely Court enjoyed playing generally harmless pranks on humans, those of the Unseely Court often brought harm to humans for entertainment. Trooping fairies, which again mentioned in Magical Legend of the Leprechauns, uh, refers to those who appear in groups and might form settlements, as opposed to solitary fairies who do not live or associate with others of their kind. In this context, the term fairy is usually held in a wider sense, including very similar beings such as dwarves and elves of Germanic folklore. Only thing is with trooping fairies is they made it seem that they're just disorganized. Yeah. And it's a very, like, it's a different, like, kind of classification. Whole different ballpark. Yes. Me, 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 me. You, 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 you. Ah. So that goes into protective charms, which I thought you were going to say perfect protective parms, and I was like, Parmesan cheese? Hell yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> fuck salt, it's Parmesan cheese now. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Hope um, you demons brought pasta. <laughs> pasta is a good brand. Because I got the garnish for you. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got a forehead and face wipe of Jesus Christ. Who do I hang out with? <laughs> Welcome. Uh, so I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> so going on. Uh, going back into protective charms. In terms of protective charms, wearing clothing inside out, church bells, St. John's wart, or four-leaf clovers as are regarded as effective. In Newfound- Newfoundland. Newfoundland folklore, the most popular type of fairy protection is bread. Yes. Uh, varying from stale bread and hard tack or a slice of fresh home bread. Which is a way to summon Brie to your house. Mm-hmm. Because I love carbs. Carbs, 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 carbs. Anyway. Can't stop, won't stop. (laughs) Need to stop. (laughs) (laughs) Trying. You're tempting. It's hard. (sighs) Going back to bread. It is associated with the home and the hearth, as well as with industry industry and taming of nature and as such seems to be disliked by some sorts of fairies on the other hand in much of the celtic folklore baked goods are a traditional offering to the folk as are cream and butter yeast the prototype of food and therefore a symbol of life bread was one of the commonest protections against fairies before going out into the uh, fairy haunted place it was customary to put a 
piece of dry bread in one's pocket. And that is one way to keep me awake because I hate dry bread. Right? Um, in con- County, County uh, Wexford, Ireland, in 1882, it was reported that if an infant carried out after dark a piece of bread is wrapped in its bib or dress, and it and this protects it from any witchcraft or evil. Ooh. Yep. I know that may have me do that, but we're not going in that because we don't have time. Bells also have an ambiguous role. While they protect against fairies, the fairies riding on horseback, horseback such as the Fairy Queen, try to look for approval so we won't go into that yet, um, yeah. often have bells on their harnesses. This may be a distinguished trait between the Seely Court and the Unseely Court, such that fairies use them to protect themselves from more wicked members of their race. Another ambiguous piece of folklore revolves around poultry. A cockscrow drove away fairies, but other tales recount fairies keeping poultry. Yeah, so again, it's just like kind of counteractive terms. And then I feel like the bell thing kind of distinguishes like seely from unseely mayhaps. If maybe, like, I'm not saying that that's the exact case, but that's, like, something what it is. So, moving on. Uh, Continuing with more protective charms. While many fairies will confuse travelers on the path, the will of the wisp can be avoided by not following it. Wow. Obviously. But whatever. (laughs) So, certain locations known to be haunts of fairies are to be avoided. C.S. Lewis reported hearing of a cottage more feared for its reported fairies than its reported ghost. So that's, you know, how they fucking held power over people. And okay. it gets crazier from here. Mm-hmm. In particular, digging in fairy hills was unwise. Paths that tra- fairies travel are also wise to avoid. Homeowners have knocked corners from houses because the corner blocked the fairy path. And cottages have been built with the front and back doors in line so that the owners could, in need, leave them both open and let the fairies troop through all the night. Again, fear of being murdered by some rando was more... <laughs> Less fear than fairies, ra- right? fairies rage. Like, damn, okay. <laughs> Y'all ain't fucking around. But, um... Uh, sorry. Locations okay. such as fairy forts were left undisturbed. Even cutting brush on fairy forts was reputed to be the death of those who performed the act. Various trees such as thorn trees were dangerous to chop down. One such tree was left alone in Scotland, though it prevented a road being widened for 70 years. Another, uh, other actions were believed to offer uh, to offend fairies. I don't know why I keep trying to say offered. Offer offend. <laughs> offend fairies. Again, touching back on brownies. Uh, brownies were known to be driven off by given clothing, though some folk tales recounted that they were off- offended by inferior quality of garments given, and some even recounting that the brownie was delighted with the gift and left with it. Other brownies left households or farms because they heard a, com- uh, a complaint or a compliment. People who saw fairies were advised not to look too closely because they resented infringements on their privacy. Uh, the need to not offend them could lead to problems. One farmer found that fairies threshed his corn, but the threshing continued after all of his corn was gone, and he concluded that they were stealing from his neighbors, leaving him the choice between offending them, which was dangerous in itself, or profiting from the theft. Mm-hmm. So real fucked up choices we right. got here. Uh, it is also believed that to know the name of a particular fairy could summon it to you and force it to do your bidding. The name could be used to grant powers and gifts to the user. If you want to quote tithe real quick, another thing that we were wanting to mention in pop culture, but we might not have time for, so yeah. slide that in right now. Okay, so there's a book called Tithe. It's by Holly Black. and um, We the, mentioned before with uh, Kelpies. Yep. Um, in the first book, the girl's name is Kay, and she meets one of the... I don't remember if he's Celia or Unsealy, but I just know he's a fairy knight. Mm-hmm. And she learns his name, and as soon as she fucking learns his name, she tells him to kiss her ass. And so he does so. In the middle of a diner. In the middle of a diner. Mm-hmm. Yep. P- pulling her pants down. And kissing her ass. Yep. Yeah. So that's, you know, some serious shit. Mm-hmm. So watch what you say. Mm-hmm. So, before the advent of modern medicine, many psychological conditions were untreatable, uh, that were untreatable, and when children were born with abnormalities, it was common to blame the fairies. Because blame the little people. I mean, might as well. Fuck it. Can't see them. Their fault. <clears throat> can't see them, can't explain it. Fairies. Yes. There we go. Demons. <laughs> Demons. <laughs> Devil. <laughs> Going back into legends. <laughs> Sometimes, fairies are described as, uh... Assuming the guise of an animal. Which, and, by the way, that's what I forgot for a movie. What? That movie Legend. 
Oh. Also have fairies. Sorry. But um, in Scotland, it was particular to the fairy women to assume the shape of a deer, while witches became mice, hares, cats, gulls, or black sheep. And the legend of the Nakshagana? I think so. In order to frighten a farmer who pasteurized his Pastured. herd. Pastured his herd. Yeah, heard on a fairy ground, a fairy queen took on the appearance of a great horse with the wings of an eagle and a tail like a dragon hissing loud and spitting fire. Not the, dramatic at all. I know, right? Um, then she would change into a little man lame of a leg with a bull's head and a lambent flame, flame playing around it. Damn, yeah. Linda. Um... In the 19th century, child ballad, Lady Isabel and the Elf Knight. The Elf Knight is a blue beard figure, and Isabel must trick and kill him to preserve her life. Child ballad, Tame Lynn, yeah, reveals that the title character, though living among the fairies and having fairy powers, was in fact an earthly knight. Which I'm assuming means mortal. Mm-hmm. And though his life was pleasant. Now, he feared that the fairies would pay him at their uh, tithe to hell. Sir Arfo uh, tells how Sir Ofo's wife was kidnapped by the king of fairies, and only by trickery and excellent harping abilities was he able to win her back. Which is very devil went down to Georgia. Yeah. Except less kid, which is which is more kidnapping, less gold diddle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sir Dargar. Uh, narrates that the tale of a woman overcome by her fairy lover, who in later versions of the story is unmarked as a mortal. Unmasked. I'm sorry, as un- so, unmasked. friend from Scooby-Doo was just like, let's see who this really is. Two, all <laughs> Well, if it wasn't for you, my little kids, I would have gotten away with it. Right? I totally said that backwards, but don't give a fuck. Don't let's go. Give a fuck. <laughs> Uh, Thomas the Rhymer shows Thomas escaping with less difficulty, but he spends seven years in the Elfland. Ocean is harmed not by his stay in, uh, in ferry, but by his return. When he dismounts, the three centuries that have passed catch up to him an aged man. King Herla, Herla signing? I think so. Um, originally a guise of wooden, but later Christianized, Christianized yep. as a king in the tale by Walter Mapp, was said to have visited a dwarf's underground mansion and returned three centuries later. Although only some of the men crumbled to death on dismounting, Herla and his men, his men, his men. <laughs> Who did not ma- uh, dismount were trapped on horseback, those being one account of the origins of the wild hunt of European folklore. Which I still want to go over, but we gotta wait. Gotta it's closer wait. to December, I believe. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, very cool. Like, very, uh, it's like reverse Narnia we were discussing earlier, where it was like time passed quicker in Narnia okay, than we'll it did. We'll do that in the Spiderwood Chronicles now that I think about it, too. Oh, yeah? Okay, that makes sense. And, uh, but yeah, so we're like really crazy where it's just like, oh, I guess it's only been seven years. Comes out, it's been three centuries later. What? Dust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Fucking like, uh, it's like you get Thanos. Oh, but there was no Thanos. Thanos without the Thanos. Thanos the whole time. <laughs> What is it, this fucking Spider-Man meme where it's the two Spider-Mans they point at each other, except it's two Thanoses? I don't know. We need Jesus. Yep. <laughs> so, continuing on with this, though, a common feature of the fairies is the use of magic to disguise the appearance. Fairy gold is notoriously unreliable. Again, this is mentioned in uh, Magical Legends and the Leprechauns, but with the Leprechauns. Uh, appearing as gold when paid, but soon thereafter revealing itself to be leaves, gorse blossoms, gingerbread cakes, or a variety of other comparatively worthless things. But I feel like gingerbread cakes aren't that worthless because at least you can eat those. Right. But what do I know? Uh, So these illusions are also implicit in the tales of fairy ointment. Many tales from northern Europe tell of a mortal woman summoned to attend a fairy birth, sometimes attending to a mortal kidnapped woman's child bed. Invariably, the woman is given something for the child's eyes, usually an ointment. 
through mischance or sometimes curiosity, she uses it on one or both of her eyes. At that point, she sees where she is. One midwife realizes that she was not attending a great lady in a fine house, but her own runaway maidservant in a wretched cave. She escapes without making her ability known, but sooner or later betrays that she can see the fairies. She is invariably blinded in that eye or in both if she used the ointment on both. Which it's either tithe, the Tithe series or another book series I read that I cannot recall the name of. Which is really upsetting because I get bummed out when I don't remember like awesome books I read. When I remember um, an ointment having being given to... Because I want to say the main character who was female um, had... Uh, what was it? She was part fairy so she could already see through the glamour. And so she had, like, a swab, and she was, like, trying to get the dude's eye, and he was all, like, mystified by the gold. And they're like, no, like, hold still. Let me get, like, at least one of your eyes. And then she got it, and then he could see when he uh, closed the one eye. Like, he could see through the one eye what it truly was, where as opposed to being, like, a glamorous, like, golden thing with this nursery, it was, like, this dark, dingy place with, like, sickly babies and things like that. And uh, so, like he said, I don't know what – I don't think it was the Tithe series because I don't think I've ever read it. No. So – and I don't think that sounds from I just can't remember for the life of me what it was. But it's very, like, Definitely that. that up. And, like, I want to say it's, like, a super interesting, like, storytelling mm-hmm. point. So moving on to the Tuatha de Danann. Uh, the Tuatha de Danann are a race of su- supernaturally gifted people in Irish mythology. They are thought to represent the main deities of pre-Christian Gaelic Ireland. Many of the Irish tales of the Tuatha, uh, Tuatha de Danann, or Danann, uh, referred to these beings as fairies, though in more ancient times they were regarded as goddesses and gods. The Tuatha de Danann were spoken of as ha- as having come from islands in the north of the world or in other sources from the sky. After being defeated in a series of battles with otherworldly beings, and then by the ancestors of the current Irish people, they were said to have withdrawn to the Shay, or fairy mounds, where they lived on in popular imagination as fairies. They are associated with several otherworld realms, including Magnell, the Pleasant Plain, Emain Abluff, uh, the Fortress of Apples, or the Land of Promise, or the Isle of Woman, and then the Tirnanog, uh, the Land of Youth. Yes. Almost done. Almost done. The uh, Alshi is the Irish term for the supernatural race in the Irish and Scottish comparable to the fairies or elves. They are variously said to be the ancestors, the spirits of nature, or goddesses and gods. A common theme found among the Celtic nations described a race of diminutive people who had been driven into hidden, or I'm sorry, driven into hiding by evading humans. An old Celtic fairy lore, um, all she fairy folk are immortals living in an ancient burrow and um, Cairns, Cairns, I think. In the 1621, this 91. <laughs> You were so close. I heard you say 16. I was like, yes. And then you were like 21. I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say 19. I was just like, no, stupid. It's 16. I was like, we got it from here. Nope. (laughs) Nope. So the 1691, the secret commonwealth of fairies, fawns, and elves, fairies, and fawns, Reverend uh, Robert Kirk, minister of the parish of uh, Upperfoil. Upperfoil? I think so. Sterling Scotland wrote, These sites or fairies are called Slythe Maith, or the good people, are said to be the middle of nature between man and angel, and were daemons thought to be of old, of intelligent, fluidous spirits, and light, changeable bodies like those called astral. Uh, somewhat the the nature of a condescending cloud and best seen in twilight. These bodies are so uh, pliable through the sub- subtlety. subtlety of spirits that aggregate them that they can make them appear or disappear with at pleasure. Yes, yeah, so we've already gone like way over time because distraction. Also, this is just a longer topic and we just want to kind of delve in the generalization of everything just because there are other like smaller topics to dig into but i feel like it's hard to just go into those without like at least covering the major things i mean first. And also in the next beginning of the next episode we'll just go over these real quick yeah too. we'll just run over the few things we tried to slip in a few of the pop culture references we unfortunately didn't get to touch on any of the video game ones mm-hmm. which i mean really we only stuck with two and i definitely want to go into a little more of the horror movies yeah. that we didn't get to touch base on but anyways so 
Uh, yeah, fairies. We feel good about mm-hmm. Berg and I are very familiar with it. It's like, it's not like we're shocked by too much of it. Yeah. There's only a couple things, like I said, the theory of being a older like tribe or race that just had weaker mm-hmm. weaponing, and that's why where the iron sensitivity comes from, which I thought was like a really cool, that is cool, random tidbit. But so moving on, if you have any other random facts or any thing that you didn't think we we got for pop culture, just send us like books, things like that. Um that you know we could list off in the next episode you can email us at the.creep.cast18 at gmail.com we also have twitter which you can find us under uh cast creep both these are capitalized instagram is at the creepcast all lowercase facebook you can find us with the creepcast with rain burr uh patreon is also the creepcast with rain burr and then we have the website that has absolutely everything and that's the creepcast.podbean.com so yes So rate, subscribe, follow, donate, donate, and have a good night now. Bye-bye.